What's going on, everyone? My name is Chris Tonvold, and this is Ambition Radio. This is a podcast where I interview indie artists, content creators, athletes, and small business owners who share how they continually discover and maintain a balance between their life, family, career, and the pursuit of their passions, dreams, or hobbies. In this episode, Joe and Josh Seleski are back as guest hosts and welcome Emily Odd. On top of being a box office manager with Live Nation, Emily is also the former girlfriend turned fiance of one Josh Seleski. Big congratulations to both of them. During this episode, they talk about how the coolest part of professional wrestling are the luchador masks, finding your calling, and the ever-evolving landscape of live music, especially during a pandemic. I recently just went to my first indoor live show since lockdown last year, and it really brought me back to almost feeling whole. Music is a huge part of my life, and the missing the live experience really got to me last year. It felt amazing to just be at a show again, despite all my apprehensions. Hearing Emily talk about her experience as someone who helps put those shows on that are so important to so many people was great and really helps you remember how much of an impact music has on all of us. I know I am grateful for live shows being back not only for my own mental and emotional well-being, but for all of those whose livelihoods were taken away so abruptly last year. Support your local scene, support each other, and appreciate what you have now because it could all be gone in an instant. That's enough rambling for me. As always, please rate and review on Apple Podcast. Follow me on Spotify and share the show if you can. Thank you for everything. Here's the show. Enjoy. Hey, all you cool cats and kids. If you've been listening to Joe and Josh podcast live by now, I wondered who would date one of these assholes. It's my girlfriend, Emily from the Fillmore. Hello. I'm keeping that one. They dragged my first two intros through the dirt. Can you believe that? That was solid. It was solid. It was pretty good. So we actually supposed to record this last night, but you know, being a woman in the music industry, you get caught up sometimes. So what's your week look like? Um, I am very busy. I have Ali Wong at the Warner Theater until Saturday night. From Netflix? From Netflix. <gasps> She's in a bunch of movies, too. We can't, strong, another we can't negate that. Woman. 20 years ago, they wouldn't have women working, women comedy concerts. Her stand-ups are fucking hilarious, honestly. Like, Dude. The one or two I've seen, like... I've listened to like 30 minutes of each night and I thought it was going to be the exact same tonight, but it wasn't. It was a little different. And she's fucking hilarious. She's like the fish of... <laughs> I feel like... Never miss a Sunday Alley Wong set. <laughs> if you do back-to-back like sets in the same city, you have to anticipate that there's going to be like a handful of people that go to both and like for those people, you well, got to like diversify just like this much. Like if you were in another city, like fuck it, just do the same like routine again and again. I mean, she crushed it so hard that... She sold so well, they added a night. Like, she was only supposed to be in D.C. from the 25th to the 28th with two shows on the 28th already. And, like, she sold so well, they added yesterday's show. So, I mean, hell yeah. She's fucking crushing it. There's also some people that are just, like, good at stand-up. Like, it's a different type of art. Like, some people are good at writing comedy, but to be able to, like, perform stand-up, like Brandon Bordeaux. Like, we've yeah. seen him, but he's had the same set for, like, four years now. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah, but it's hilarious every time, though. Yeah, but, too, but like you also, like I said, for probably doesn't bother us as much, but someone who's like in that comedy path, like is probably like, this guy. Did you watch his new? He didn't do like 30 minutes. He just put it on like YouTube like a week or two ago. It was like mostly new material in the show. Why would you tell funny. me that before I just dragged his old set? You didn't <laughs> tell me he just put out. Well, shout out Brandon Wardell on the new material. Josh is currently trying to select which uh, wrestling event we're going to watch. No, we're watching the Royal Rumble. It's which I, Royal Rumble do I want to watch? Please, none of them. Why? Just none. What do you want to watch him? Anything but this. Okay, close your eyes. Pretend that the Royal Rumble's not on. 
<laughs> you got O1 on tap. O1's the one where uh, Drew Carey fights, right? Sorry, Joe from Joe and Josh Podcast wants the Royal Rumble. He's dying for it. I watched one with Maven not that long ago. If he had personality, he would have gone so far. My girlfriend's been sent to wrestling for seven years now. It's great. It's, I just want to let you door him It was funny. At first, she was like, oh, yeah, I would love to go. I like the idea. Now she's like, it's stupid. Fuck you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Except she'll go to the good ones. No, I told him as long as he gets me one of those cool masks, like I'm game for it now because we, they have a lot of really cool ones on Etsy. Like We tried pop I could take this wrestling. far. When we went to Ring of Honor in Baltimore, we tried weed before and... Like, we get inside, and Emily's like, I want a luchador mask. And for, like, 45 minutes, it's like, on Etsy, like, do you like this? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I love this energy. They got, like, dragon ones. Like, that shit's rad. It's part of the culture. I don't know how long. Like, I would wear one for, like, a few minutes for fun, but I don't know that I could wear a luchador mask for, like, more than, like, 10 or 15 minutes. That shit's probably super I would probably take it off, but, like, it would be worth the, like, one cool picture I took. Joe and Emily can't do the mask, yo. (laughs) I don't know. You know the wrestlers that like wear luchador masks like every single like for like long matches every night like the inside of those masks. Masks are probably so fucking nasty. Like, yeah, you also don't have like your wet hair. I'm like, I get it for like the confidentiality. You need to turn this off. What? It's not even on. Mm-hmm. Now we're watching other stuff. We're not watching wrestling. You should put Sil- you should put Silicon Valley on. I confirmed tonight that the opener for Ali Wong is the actor from Silicon Valley. And his stand-up is fucking hilarious. Is it, uh, Josh said it was Jin Yang, right? That's yeah, 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 yeah. He's funny as shit. Um, yeah, so like I told him last night, I thought it was him. And then today, I went and looked at his merch, and I like I like put my phone out and like Google searched it. And yeah. Triple confirmed that it is, in fact, him. I like to think that he walked up on you. It's just a two and he's like, are you Googling me? He only had like stickers and like a book. And like, yeah, he, he had like a 15-minute set, and he was like absolutely hilarious. He like started a set. He was like, um, "Unless you're blind, obviously, I'm not Ali Wong." Now and is it? It's just like I don't know. Are it, they touring together, or is it like a one-off? No, I think thing? he's on the entire tour. Nice. It's kind of weird. Like I've now that you brought that up, I always thought it's like strange to see like people wear like comedians merchandise. Like, have you ever seen that? Like, yeah, the, uh, I, I feel like the only one I ever. Saw people like Dan Cook. Like people used to rock Dan Cook shirts like all the time. Yeah, okay, Dark Horse. Autumn and I collectively own a comedian bomber jacket. Um, you know the girls from Broad City. Yeah, yeah. Alana Glazier went on queen, tour. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's it, the, the jacket. That shit, that shit the jacket hard. literally says "Yas Queen" on the back. Like that was funny. Yeah, shit. she yeah. went out with the girl Phoebe from Two Dope Queens on HBO, and we actually saw them like in DC, and it was fucking hilarious and so hilarious that we spent seventy dollars on a bomber jacket that I think we both wore like twice. I spent it's, more it's money on closet. dumber shit. Really. Well, now, there's, there's something about like going to like events and like concerts and shit like that where like spending ridiculous amounts of money on a t-shirt just seems like a smart decision in the moment. Yeah. You're like, I have to support them. The thing is these days with the way like the resale market is like, it's, it's like buying Supreme or anything else. It, Thanks no, for listening no, to our hype. No. Some, Some Travis, people uh, just genuinely like artists. They do, but like some of Travis Scott's tour merch like sells for triple what it costs at the show because like you can only get it there. Some of them not. I really thought Joe was going to be one of those diehard fans that was going to be like, no, man, you buy it for yourself and not some grimy. Joe's a money hungry pig. You're like like a grimy (laughs) ticket scalper right now, but you're scalping merch. Joe would sell me if he could. Motherfucker. He would go for three times as much on Stock Extra for for New Brother. (laughs) 
I was gonna say at the Travis Scott Asher World Tour, there were dudes that were like in line at uh, the merch booth and literally buying like two thousand dollars worth of merch in like one transaction. That should not be legal. Like I was seeing dudes. Well, there I mean, should be a tra- there should be a monetary limit on merch sales. Uh, like I, th- I if, think if that pisses you off, we got to talk about Coney. <laughs> they'll always make like more merch for shows like that, but like you can't get it anywhere but the show, and that's like yeah. the reason people buy it. But like. I, there were dudes that were like he had like these like fucking camouflage windbreakers that had like lyrics on the back and shit and it was they were honestly super dope but they were like two hundred dollars and there were dudes buying like ten of them in like every size yeah all the shirts all the hats like it's crazy. there was at the Watch the Throne tour they had a Jay Z and a Kanye version and it was of him with like a saber tooth and then a tiger and it was yeah. like sixty dollars and I was like oh man I'm missing out on that and now like that shit's like three hundred dollars to get and I'm like. That saber tooth Kanye shirt. You should have bought it when you had the chance. I didn't have money. I was just a boy, just a boy in the Royal Farms Arena. He was just a boy. He was like sixteen at that concert. Okay, I was maybe like nineteen. I was a man. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Were you a boy or were you a man? No, because in his head, he's like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, and I'm just this little pussy at the concert. Like you're only two years older than me. No, I'm saying even I was like young at that concert. Like I think I was like Joe and 21, I were eight and 21, baby. Yeah. You might be nineteen at that show. That's My fair. mom dropped us off as babies at the concert. Now, I took Emily to see concert with Kanye for her birthday once. No, here's what happened. Yeah, I remember I didn't want to go, but it Emily ended up went, being really wanna, cool. She was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Day before her birthday, everyone's going. And she's like, can I, uh, can I go to the concert? Yeah, like even my roommates were going. Like it was, everyone was going to Kanye. Everyone I was like, well, fuck, I'm missing out. But that was also even for me. Like I got two tickets instead Joe, of a floor you seat. on the floor that night? Yeah. With so, the flo- floating stage? Yeah. Like, that shit was lit. That shit was amazing. Yeah. I, think, isn't it like the anniversary I was like, that? damn, like, I, I bought a shirt. I bought it. I spent $60 on a long sleeve Kanye shirt. It was the first time my and girl I didn't want to go Kanye. to the fucking show. He got me for like a $50 t-shirt that night. Yeah, it is what exactly. It is. I just wore that shirt the other day. No, like t- five shirt. minutes ago, you guys were like, time, yeah. pay $50 for the artist shirt. Now you guys are like, he got me. I got duped for merch. <laughs> like, no, it's on you, man. Trippy Red did have like a $70 hat at the Astro World Tour. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, that's insane. His hat made out of gold. Yeah. Trippy Red. Thanks for coming to the podcast. That, that hat funny. probably costs like $10 to produce. Oh, yeah. He's making so much profit. Yeah. You know what was really <laughs> yeah. Do- yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that's why numbers. a little red kid from Ohio is funny. One night of the Astro World Tour, I think it was the first night we went uh, for whatever reason. Kylie Jenner, I mean, she has like the massive like cosmetic oh, yeah, she did, company. She had her cosmetics there. Yeah. yeah. She, she had, it was. Uh, her cosmetics in like an Astro World case, and like people were buying those. Like fucking... I can't keep up with the two of them. Now they're having a second baby. Yeah, Chris, your podcast is about pop culture now. Yeah, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner are having a second kid. I didn't even know they were together. Did you see they bought their first kid? Wait, like... they're having a second kid. Yeah, she's since pregnant. when? She just it just came out that she was pregnant like um, last week. Please I think. let it be a boy. So we have. One I'm literally each. so busy that I just haven't even been on Twitter. You I can't believe what, I missed that. I you don't know which Kardashians are pregnant? I Get it together. I can't believe that. I know. Holy shit. All the fellas out there that are here for Kardashian news, we are truly sorry for them. Oh my God, Luna <laughs> wants to be on the podcast. All right, there's a cat on the podcast. The cat works at the Fillmore too. I could audibly hear the cat meow on the podcast. This is exactly what we wanted. Now, going back to it, just the initial first part, is it different working? It is definitely. How different is it working like a theater compared to like the typical club that you're used to? Um, is, is it that much different or can you do anything and defy the odds? It's different in the way that like there's not as much space to move around, honestly, is the biggest thing I noticed. Yeah. Like trying to troubleshoot things and running around from entrances and just like 
having it be like the through. first shows back like yeah there's just like seats in your way you can't just like find a path and walk through like there's like a specific route you had to go in my that head, was really annoying my um, head your night was like birdman it's just like one shot take of Emily like cutting corners like comedy get it it, it was yeah I mean at one point I even had to have like the manager like walk me around the building and swipe me in another door because I was like I have to get these scanners to the other entrance like now just, at rock concerts do you usually just like crowd surf up to where you have to go to the front of the stage like I need to get up front you're like whoa absolutely I never, have you ever crowd surfed I've never asked you as my girlfriend actually yeah I've okay we're surfed. in a fight now okay I never um, have I got chubby young I was always too scared I, um, the first time I ever crowd surfed was actually against my will. First time? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, it was at work tour and it was like one of those things where like everyone around me was like, yeah, pick me up, pick me up. And like people were getting like picked up and tossed up and like my two friends did it. Who's and playing? I was like, I think it was during 303. Like was it the, was it the, the year co- they closed yeah, out? It was the, the one year, stage? Yeah. They tore that shit apart. They Anyone would, who was okay, there. Knows. First of all, they really fucking did. That was the first time I ever crowd surfed and. My friends were like, I'm going. And I was like, I'm staying. And you were just a teenager. I know. It was, yeah, I was oh, really no. young. And the dudes behind me were like, up. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I just like was launched. I landed on my feet Their moms eventually. Would be so disappointed. I'm so glad I'm not a guy that just like, <laughs> throws strangers at concerts. Well, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know about you. Motherfuckers ask me to lift them up all the time. And I think it's because I'm just tall. <laughs> they assume that tall people no. in the crowd just want to like, throw other people. You're a good stool. Because you've yeah. been there. I'll, I'll like, be at a concert somebody behind me. Like, and they'll be like blatantly like, trying to like look side to side behind me. Like, it's not like I'm like fucking LeBron James. Like, but people will be like, like the Astro World. When we saw uh, Travis Scott at Made in America, the kids are like, can we get in front of you? You're too yeah. tall. As like, a no. short person, absolutely. You're, if you're taller than the person you're standing in front of, let them stand in front of you. That's why I stand at the We're back of the We're all just trying to see the show. To be fair, we are tall. We're not even that tall. But like, oh, by the way, Joe and I are 6'10 yeah. and 6'11. We're fucking massive. I mean, we're not like NBA player tall. but no, like, we are. In, in a crowd of people, we're usually in the, the upper like 10% of people's height, I would say. Yeah, like, so as definitely. someone in the lower 10%, uh, move the fuck out of my way when I'm trying to see a show. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But if I do, stand there, but like, it's one of those things. Like if, if I let you in front of me, then I have to let everyone in front of me. No, and then me and I mean, they assume tall people don't want to get close to Travis Scott. You know, yeah. <laughs> of course I want to be close to Travis Scott. Yeah, my knees get tired from all the extra pressure. You guys don't even know. No, I hate standing. I really do. So that's why I sit down and everything. It's a fight between Joe and I whether we sit down or stand up at concerts. I'm not gonna. Have you guys ever like? Do you go to many concerts where you sit down? I feel like it's a very specific type of concert. The like, Astro World Tour twice. Yeah, you going to see fucking orchestras or something? What concerts are you sitting down to? So the fuck what I see the BSO every year. So done. Hey, the BSO is like not bad. Don't BSO try them. sucks. Playboy Cardi is better than the BSO. I feel like you sit down at like a fucking like Eric Clapton concert or some shit like that. We all sat down at the Astro World Tour together. I mean, you can Fuck stand no. up. You mean you stand no, up in your seats? No, like... we sat down when we got there. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's not like I'm like glued down in the seat, like trying to see everyone around. No, like, you're saying I hate standing, and then you stand the entire concert. No, because then you get an you option. Don't hate standing at all. No, because you get a chance to sit down in between before the set. No, I'm talking. You're putting all this extra pressure on your knees for the 45 minutes in between. I'm talking about artists where you literally sit while they're performing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to like full concerts. I'm talking like yeah, when, a- when we were at the Astro World Tour, like I could sit in between. I have the option of slow song. I could sit down really quick. I don't like standing for like three plus hours. Yeah, it sucks. It's because we're so tall and massive that our giant knees. See, the it's, it's, it's the, the lower oh, back shit. for me. That's what fucking hurts as I stand up for a while. See, this is good shit. It lasts for like an hour in this match. Whatever. So, how's being the box office manager at the Fillmore? Busy. Yeah. Um, 
it's definitely busy. It's it's weird just being like back at work after not working for 15 plus months. Why? I wonder why. Was there a pandemic or something? A panoramic, maybe. Well, now what? No, yeah. how, how's it been being back at work? I know it goes fast paced very fast. It's been, it's actually kind of weird because it's like fast but slow, which is like not normal yeah. for just like the, I feel like the course chaos. of work. Like the chaos was like paused for you, like it like ends in craziness because like everything's canceled, refunds being in the box office, and then it like picks right back up with mask mandates and um, different I, things. So I think it was like the craziest part was it like it really did come to like a screeching halt, like for the film or particularly like the day that Hogan announced them like that we couldn't have X yeah. amount of people in the room was literally two hours before we opened up doors for like a sold out show. Yeah. And we had to like tell 2000 kids standing outside in line that we weren't having a show. And like, we just like built an entire stage and like the tour, like everyone was ready to go. And then it was just like weird. We tore it all down and like kind of went home and didn't come back for 15 months. And that was like, I think something that really impacted the way that everyone's operating now. Yeah. So like a lot of us weren't busy for 15 months, but it's not like the industry completely stopped. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Cause like everything, like, you know, people, everything that got canceled, people need refunds on tickets, figuring everything Just out. Like everything. Yeah. Behind no, the yeah. Scenes that- All of it. Yeah. But like now, like bringing everyone back in the masses has been like, pretty cool to see everyone come together and like make these events happen. Like for like our room was dark for like 15 months and just like getting a venue back to like operating standards after not having a show for that yeah. long is like something I didn't think was going to be as crazy as it was. And it's been pretty, it's been pretty wild. Yeah. Even being on the other half of that, I mean, all of our listeners and that were in these smash hit rock bands, but like you probably felt the same way. Like we got to, play for an empty room at soundstage which is weird for all of us like the birthright limited show the other one i'm really excited for the one at the auto bar because like i want to you know feel the energy from people again yeah. I, like I, I miss that <clears throat> i feel you know I, I haven't had that still in 15 months today was my my first day back at work with like an entirely staffed building which was like really fucking weird like Half the people I work with haven't worked for like 15 months, and you could tell they were like almost like weirded out, like being back. Cause like, the you can tell when a person comes out of hiding for the first time, you can tell they're like weird around yeah. people. It was super weird. Like when I went back to Soundstage earlier, like yeah. Soundstage reopened like during fall of last year. Being like an independent for a couple of months. Yeah. No, yeah. And there were some shows, and we did like the socially distanced pod seating style shows. And that was like the first time that people had left their house in like, I don't know what, like almost a year at that point. It hadn't quite been a year, I don't think. But like even people coming out then, like it was just so different. Yeah. Like only a hundred and so many people could come into the room. Everyone was six feet apart. People were like super. There's still even some people that I seeing i'm like oh shit i forgot i haven't seen you in like a year and a half oh yeah but yeah. i felt like oh, yeah. i saw like last weekend yeah no, but it's I'm been like, oh, shit. so I'm long like, like oh you look the same and i i, we, I don't I'm like drastically different than before but, no it's weird i often think about it and emily you know because you were also there but why does she know bro the, no she, I mean, she was weird about oh, there but like the first time in like 
two and a half months that I had been around more than like five people was when we went to the fucking George Floyd protest down in Baltimore. And there was just like so many thousands of people and uh, people were confronting the police. And that's a very like interesting, like first outing. Yeah. After being locked in your house for five months. Yeah. yeah. Let's get out of the house so we can scream at the cops (laughs) with all these people. For good reason. Yeah. For for very good reason. For a great reason. Edit out me opening that beer. It's not beer, it's soda. Yeah, I'm drinking soda. An ice cold mountain dew. It's like, this is an alcohol podcast. I mean, sponsored by Tesla and Budweiser. It's 11 22 and 11 38. We can cuss. I feel like, I feel like technically after midnight, we become a. An after hours podcast and 11, all things go. Eleven thirty eight, we get raw and unhinged. <laughs> there's no way we haven't cussed yet. Oh, I cussed oh, no, there's, I'm so sorry. Fuck. Are we not supposed to cuss? I don't care. They already know Oof. all this shit already because you and I go at it. The first word I said at my mom's funeral or her speech was "fuck." I looked at the room and I went "fuck." And I was like, "I'm in church." That's true. This did happen. Yeah, yeah, you can't help it. You can't take These us anywhere. Facts. You really did just say "fuck" in the church, just like your introductory statement. <laughs> oh, you're more cared about the scenery than. Granted, everybody in the building knew you, so it wasn't that weird. But no, I asked yeah, someone to take I was the lasagna. I think I asked someone to take the lasagna out first, but then they all snicker, and I was like, "No, seriously, somebody go get the lasagna out." And you actually did say that, Mister Mister Gabe. Gabe, who I know is listening to this, got the <laughs> lasagna. You're a, you're a funeral lasagna getter and a veteran, but more importantly, a funeral lasagna getter. Mister Gabe just got out of the military. Thank you for your service, Mister Gabe. And he'll get a lasagna at any funeral. I hope, he gets, yeah. I hope he gets all the military discounts. Do you have a dish stuck in an oven at a funeral? <laughs> get Call Gabe. Gabe can help. Yeah. 1-800-MR-GABE. It's not the first time I've seen Gabe get a lasagna. Again. Oh, shit. Trying not to look at this Royal Rumble, but this shit's kind of fire. Because nah, rest, <laughs> rest in peace, Grandmaster Sexy. I really like the outfits. I hate everything else. Yeah, it's uh, very, very, very 2001 what we're watching right now. I feel like this is like the best Kane kit, though. I'll say that, just like the classic Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. Fuck. What's the name? Would of that? you rather be beaten the head with the metal trash can or thrown off the top rope? Beat with the trash can, brother. Head, I would, because the trash cans. The, yeah, so those trash cans are made out of like aluminum foil. Yeah, they just all, look scary. All wrestling is bad for you, but I like heard him talk about Chris Jericho talked about it one time, like a chair shot and shit like that. You like just eat it. They like asked him about it. He was like. You like just kind of tighten up and like take the shit to the head. I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure the chairs are definitely designed to like not hurt you. Like, I don't think no, they so. don't give a fuck about you. That's I think the thing. it's like, regular chairs. Yeah, like they're, they're like regular I church think chairs. Regular chairs. I would be willing mm-hmm. to put money on that. Yeah, yeah. like you talked about, like, you just like get a concussion every time getting put through a table. No bones about it. That shit probably hurts. <laughs> they take the frame off. I would rather probably get put through a table. Yeah, but you're, yeah. Still, you're still getting thrown off of something hard enough that you break a table and then fall to the ground and get folded in half. Like, that shit probably doesn't feel good. No, but it's better than opening up to somebody. Unless you're in a great relationship like I am with my girlfriend on the podcast. <laughs> Here we are again. Actually, yeah, this is actually just how my girlfriend and I talk to each other. Every day she's like, please don't put on the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, shh. This is not wrong. I feel like I'm Eat, da- sleep, breathe, Royal Rumble. I do. You, you watch a lot of wrestling. You really do. You watch wrestling. You watch like wrestling more than anything else. I watch wrestling like one day a week right now. No, when? you don't. You live with me. Name one other time I watch wrestling. Okay, for last Friday. Fucking sue me. I watch wrestling twice in five days. Get off my no, back. No, you watch because WWE has two shows and, and so then does AEW. AEW. I don't watch either of the yeah, WWE shows. Yeah, because you watch 
He watches like the NXT Man, and stuff he, on the app afterwards. The NXT, yeah. I don't watch. The, you know exactly what's happening on Raw and SmackDown. Don't play with me. Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't say I didn't read about it, but I read about it quick. But either way, well, this is a big belittled by my two most loved ones. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? Who's the most famous person you've met through music? Because uh, outside I mean, of music is probably of, Joe and I right What now. level of fame are you talking about? Because like, like Hollywood I mean, A plus superstar. Like, like that's hot. I've definitely had like brush-ins with. What's a brush-in? Who are you brushing it with? <laughs> I mean, like when I was working for John Mayer. Bro, my girlfriend brushed John Mayer. Fuck. <laughs> When I, was, Tell us about it. when I was working for John Mayer, I was like doing uh, like one-off gig type stuff, working for like the VIP people. Yeah. And I was downstairs where he was doing his meet and greet. And like Ooh. we had gone through the entire line of people at the pictures section. Yeah. And I was standing there and he like, you know, put his arm around me. He was like, all right. And I was like, oh no. I was like, I'm, I'm working. I was like, I'm not. Thank you though. And he was like, oh, I shook my hand and like, I said, I mean, I've shaken John Mayer's hand. That's I'm going to say this once, famous. John Mayer, if you're fucking listening, I'm coming for you. I feel like John Mayer. So yeah, John oh. Mayer's a creep and grabs girls at concerts. Just want to take that out. Nah, there's no way. I feel like John Mayer's probably cool as shit. Yeah, no, he's like Great. super chill. Um, there's some celebrities honestly, that you just know are fucking like John, cool people, so like, and John Mayer is one of them. Would you rather hang out with John Mayer or a little baby? Same for you. Um, John Mayer. John Mayer. And John Mayer is cool with, like, I saw him when I was working for him. I was like, oh, him in a trio. But I, I still cannot stand or support John Mayer with Dead & Co. I just don't like Yeah, him. fuck that, John Mayer. You heard he's, that? He's a fake. He's a wannabe. You're he's phony. Do it. You're phony to grab my girlfriend and you're going to pay the too hard. price. He, he, just, he is a he try tries, hard. I agree. He just like tries too hard to like fit into like this like role, like this idolized role of like Jared being Garcia, like... Jared yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just like weird. I just, I feel like I would like it more if he was more of himself. But like... After seeing him perform with like his own shit, and then that like I'm not discounting his like ability to shred the guitar. Yeah, like the no, man we can. can do. No, I mean On like he's pretty good. At, hard no, he's good at guitar. He's good at guitar. He's good at what he's doing. It's just like eh, it's also I can't get his ass kicked by me when I find him. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, gotta definitely. be like really weird though, like filling in for like someone you like idolize, like. As an already famous person, like, like, think about what, what's the name of uh, and I mean, <clears throat> someone's as famous as Jerry Garcia, like, you know, that's yeah, a hard one. To, like, like would, would you rather see Dead and Company with John Mayer or Little Baby? Huh. Little Baby, like, rapping, like, doing his like, thing. I feel like Dead and Co. with Little Baby is like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like, yeah, because Little Man, Baby is definitely eclectic. What about you, Emily? We hate Dumb Baby, by the way, that was last week. Um, you try hard, phony, but Little Baby, that's not the garbage I don't think disposal, I want that's to a bunch that. of that. That's just what? like Little Baby or John Mayer. I would, I would just go see John Mayer. No, like, like with Dead and Company. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that like, would be... Like, like, like Sublime with Rome, like dead, the Grateful Dead with Little Baby. The Grateful Dead. The Doug, Doug Grateful Dead. The Low Grateful Dead. It's like... Uh, Little Dead. The end of that Eric dead. Andre episode where he had, like, trash talk performing and someone trying to rap over it. <laughs> and it was just, like, the most chaotic, like, yeah. hideous-sounding music possible. So yeah, I'll go with John Mayer with the dead, even though I don't stand that at all. So okay. how to just... kick John Mayer's try hard ass. I met like Post Malone. Oh, He's shit. pretty famous. A little bit, if you guys haven't heard him from all his smash hit songs. That is new. That yeah, is new. like it was cool because like I worked, it was like right around my birthday, and he sold out the Fillmore like right before he like blew up. Like Stony had just come out, and like that was cool. Yeah. Um and then, like, a couple of nights later, we had 
uh, was it? Damn, who was it? Little baby. No. Garfield. He did the Pretty Girls Love Trout tour. Uh, two chains. Yeah, we had two chains on my birthday, and I took a picture with two chains in the wheelchair because it was when he like broke his leg Fuck and yeah. was performing in a wheelchair. He, he, he and like he so for the meet and greet pictures, you like sat in another wheelchair next to him in his wheelchair, and like it was just like. I don't know, it was my birthday. My, like, GM let me do it. And he, it was kind of shit. Wait, he has that birthday song about, oh, no. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think, I think 2 Chainz is probably another celebrity that's, like, very cool. <laughs> like, definitely. Yeah. Is a yeah, yeah, he does yeah. so much, like, community and outreach work for Atlanta. Like, the, the like with that, that album cover, he, like, sold, he turned that house into, like, an AIDS testing center. Like, he's one of the people that's, like, doing right with his money. Yeah. He's also, like, six foot five. He also, he was in a weird position where he didn't get famous till he was, like, 40. Yeah. So I feel like that like probably like changes you and like was he one of those Teddy Boy or was that Walker Flucker? Yeah, two chains was Teddy Boy. It's a better name. I like how he's like Teddy Boy. <laughs> really? And he's like fucking in a brainstorm. He just sees like two necklaces it's, and he's like, that's two it. Chains. It's not it's not acceptable as two chains, but Teddy Boy is a great name for a fucking rapper. Yeah. He still refers to himself as Teddy Boy on some of his songs. Wait, is that his birth name? Probably, yeah. Teddy Boy Johnson. So I've worked for John Water too. I've, I've, been, I've met him a lot. He's that's a cool Baltimore one. Well, I think he's from Baltimore. Yeah, isn't no, like, totally. He really likes the way I run his meet and greet, and which is like important to him, and that's pretty cool. Sh- he's funny as shit. She got his tickets. Casey and I went to go see him one year for the Christmas show at Soundstage. Yeah, has the annual one. She put us in two chairs next to this like fifty year old woman and her mom. They're like, we're like being nice, like flirting back, and they're like, "Have you guys ever seen him before?" And we're like, "No," and they're like, oh, 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 "It's raunchy." Like our generation grew up like watching people like die on the internet. And I'm like, this is fucking raunchy. I was like, you don't know, lady. But yeah, whatever. So our generation's doomed. Seeing people die on the internet took a toll on me. Shut up. No, I'm kidding. You can hear the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll be fun. Now, is Little Baby better than the Beatles? Not yet. The Beatles ever headline America? You can't definitively say no because the. Little baby could just make like a Beatles esque like Sgt. Pepper's album. It's like I hope Chris edits this on a day where he's not in a bad mood because if he's in a bad mood, he's going, "What the fuck did I have some fucking assholes?" I'm stupid. Talk about little baby like thirty times. We did sacrifice a really good bit on that last one. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I heard the playback and due to editing, uh, our last guest took away probably the best thing we've done so far. But you know, <laughs> Joe and I will always defy the odds. People always keep trying to take, take, take. But here we are. Endorsed by Tesla, partnered with Little Baby. I'm gonna try and get us not like to a be confused with the baby. Oh no, fuck the baby. He's the Duh, the Drake meme. No, Lil. I, I saw the baby. You see, he like apologized and then just like deleted it from his Instagram. Yeah. I mean, it didn't point, look good on the feed. The thing is, COVID happened, so I didn't leave the house and didn't have it like forced on me. Little Baby had like the best year of out of like a lot of rappers, like sales wise, like a lot like other stuff. I mean, he's good. Not so, Chris, you should open up your third eye and listen to Slime Language too, Or don't, because, you know, it's not that great. Why? Elton John said young. Emily's trying to go Young Thug on the podcast. You did just change to Young Thug from Lil Baby. Who might have, I, mean, I said might, Slime Language too, which said, is a group album. They might as well be the same person. I mean, started off with Keep that. So, Emily, you like fish? I love fish. The food or the... Mm. The band? Have you ever eaten fish at fish? Oh, that sounds disturbing. I don't know. 
I don't, really, I don't really eat food at fish unless it's like grilled cheese in the parking lot. Yeah, too busy drinking water and reading the Bible. Exactly. Uh, I also praise even, the Lord on Sundays. Even though I'm allergic to fish and like can't eat it, look, I, I feel like I would never be like at a concert. Like, damn, <laughs> I'm never like, some, yeah. Some fish sticks, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trying I mean, to get some salmon at the concert. Because you like stand it up. I want to, I'm at my concert. I'm sitting down in between sets. Someone brings me a salmon cake. Off, I don't yeah, like salmon, salmon cake. cake. I throw it away. Is salmon cake a thing? Yeah, salmon cake. It's like a crab cake. I need, I'm yeah, it makes, great. It makes sense, but I thought you just made that up. I didn't know it was like a real thing. No. For once, he's it's real. It's not okay. That's a, an exaggeration. Say, this sounds like some random shit you would just make up. <laughs> no. So someone's listening. Like this guy doesn't know what salmon cakes are. I don't either. I've never had one. I think they're nasty. How can you say that if you've never had one? Jump to conclusions. That's, yeah, that's you're just judging a book by its cover. What's what's? I saw someone. But back to fish. Someone did raise a good point the other day on Twitter. They were like, book covers are strategically designed to be judged. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's real. Damn. So that's one, especially from kind of that jam band scene. It's probably you saw fish last week. I did. Left me here alone to die. But uh, how was it? Okay. Back I, everyone. I didn't leave you here alone to die. You probably had no. A great you left time. my bowl empty, and I was scratching at the door. That's Joe was supposed to take care of you. I'm we probably watched wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he watched wrestling all day. Fish was really cool. Um, it was really nerve-wracking to be around that many people. I think Joe and my mom lived in an apartment complex with that guy when Joe was a kid. My mom was like, yeah, we lived with a wrestler. I'm like, described him, and maybe, but whatever. You guys can't even see, so you don't know what wrestler we're talking about. It was The Undertaker. Joe's from Parts Unknown. But carry on. Sorry to... What were we talking about? Fish. Fish. Jigs. <laughs> it was nerve-wracking to be around that many people? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, totally. It was like the first time I had been around, like when we went to Hershey, there was like, I think like over 10,000 people there. They have like that. Uh, I, I haven't been inside. They have like this outside half stadium thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a football field with like bleachers all around it. Sounds and, like a football stadium. Yeah, it's literally what it is. Um, oh. I mean, it's huge. And yeah, there was like a shit ton of people there. And that was like, the I guess the first like really big event I've been to. And that yeah. was like cool from a patron perspective to just like go and have fun. Um, and then, like, when I went to Atlantic City right afterwards, that was, I mean, that was just crazy. That there was, like, 30,000. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the town in general. There was, like, 30,000 people just at the Fish concert. And, like, that was a lot. That's a lot. Now, yeah. from, from working shows for all these years, like, when you go to other shows, are you, like, subconsciously thinking about, like, things they're fucking up on and oh how they could be fixing it, it? All the time. Not even, like, fucking up, but just, like, I subconsciously notice everything. Like in Hershey, the security lines were so bad and everyone was complaining and I was just like watching it and I was like, oh my God, this is the worst ingress ever. They could, they should be doing X, Y, Z. And it's like, I kind of hate it because sometimes I'm like, all right, you have to just let it go and enjoy yourself and don't pay attention. But one of the nights of her, well, both nights of Hershey, um, I went with my friend who is also, he's like on the sound team at Soundstage. Sound team. Yeah, he's he's like a sound person there. Soundstage um, sound team. Yeah, soundstage sound team. But yeah, we went together and like at one point on the first night, we were just like talking about like the trusts and the lights and the light rig. And I don't know, that's not like something you really talk about at shows typically unless you're like pointing it out unless and like notice it. And it's weird. Yeah, unless you're on the team. Soundstage sound team. Sounds like a sound vacation. Sound Sounds like a vacation should. Bible school program. Yeah, we should get shirts. We should. Word. Who the fuck is this? Is it okay, quick? Yes. 
Our truth, you mean? Our truth. No, we're not still watching the Royal Rumble, Chris. No, we're watching a different one. Oh, get it. Royal Rumble. I hate this. What, the Royal Rumble? Yes. Why? It's just... It's only been one opportunity. If I want to go to the Royal Rumble so bad one day. I like used to think that like wrestling was so fucking cool, and now I just like uh, the more I watch it, I'm like, eh. just you've also old. probably you probably been like oversaturated from yeah being with Josh. You consume a lot of wrestling, man, dude. I watch wrestling like one I night do, a week right now. I consume more wrestling than please. You've seen all of Below Deck, lady. That's different. Below- so have you probably. <laughs> so my girlfriend has a bad taste in sports entertainment. I watch hockey. That's the best That's taste real sports. of sports, this is sports entertainment. entertainment. This isn't even real. Dude, I want to watch Little Baby Russell. What else would you consider sports entertainment that's not wrestling? I don't know. Dance? Like, 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 like so Google you it. think you can dance like the show or like dance in general? The fact that you're trying to categorize it in general makes it. I think dance is dance. Someone's, I... Somebody's like, true, I feel it. <sighs> I just want to dance. It's weird to me that Kane's the mayor of like a town in Tennessee. Wait, really? Yeah, totally. Nice. Like, Good for the him. Big, like the big red machines. like. I mean, I probably feel more safe with him than. Yeah, at least you know you nah. can defend your yeah. town. Oh no, it's over. Somebody. Oh shit! So we've all seen The Sopranos a lot over the past few years. Uh, who's your least favorite character in The Sopranos? I'll start with uh, I hate Tony's mom. I was glad when she died. That's a layup, though. That one. Yeah. Who doesn't hate Tony's mom? Yeah, she's an obvious <laughs> probably some, like six-year-old woman that watches the show. That's like I can relate to that. She's My so son's sweet. in the mafia. Oh boy, you. I feel like, I don't know, Tony's mom and, like, Ralphie are off the table because we, like, we, everybody hates them. You're supposed to hate them. Ralphie they were written the to be hated. Uh, who was um, the bad guy in season two that dated Tony's sister? Richie. Richie. Richie Apria is fucking pussy. It's funny. I'm actually re-watching it, and I, like, literally, oh, like, the day. The, I want to re it again. Joe doesn't stop watching it. Yeah, I, was, I finished it probably, like, a year ago, and I just started it again. Just you I can't go it. wrong. I love it so you much. You literally can't go wrong. Plus, the movie is coming out, and I want to be caught up before. Have you ever eaten spaghetti while watching? Good point. We should, Josh. We should start the first season this weekend with a big old bowl of spaghetti. Gabagool. Hey, gabagool. We should eat spaghetti and watch it. Yeah, we totally should. Honestly, it's weird. Like now that I've seen it like a handful of times, like the first handful. This is like my fifth or sixth time watching it. I think it's my fifth. I think I've uh, seen it like three times in its entirety. Gabagool. The first season. Yeah, because Joe. It's when we about, first started dating, I would go to work and Joe just took like 20-year-old Emily and just like made her watch like The Sopranos and Big Mom. The first time I watched The Sopranos was with Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy because it happens with all, like, I don't know, a lot of people have like been over the house when I've just been like running through it and like it's like borderline impossible to like not get kind of sucked in. Yeah. Like, you, you watch like one episode and you're like, oh shit, I need to watch half, the next one. You oh, get my half, like back when we have on polos tucked in. You get halfway through it and you need like context and then you know you're invested. Yeah. And you just got to watch the other 50 hours. And- exactly. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. But yeah, characters that are awful in The Sopranos. I mean, honestly, they're all kind of awful in like their own way, you know? So who's your least favorite, Joe? My least favorite? I mean... Tony's mom. Tony's mom. And no, I mean, like, but with those being off the table. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. Even TV characters that you hate that aren't, like... Like, Joffrey, you're supposed to hate Joffrey. Who just, like, pisses you off? Like, I, I honestly, hate, hate Locke from Lost. Honestly, there are a handful of times in The Sopranos where Chris is, like, a huge bitch. For sure. Yeah, I see that. That's a good one. And it has nothing to do with his drug addiction. It's him, like, beating 
Yeah, I mean, Adriana and shit. Like, yeah. He cheats on his girlfriend and hits her. Again, I feel like tries he's... Tony multiple times. I feel know? like he's one of those characters that's, like, kind of written. You're supposed to be, like, you're supposed to feel kind of, like, iffy about him. He's, like, the young, cool guy, you know? He's, like, around a bunch it's of funny other funny that guys. he's the cool guy with, like, a shitty unibrow. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look cool In 2001, they're probably, like, that's so... Like, track suits, though. His track suit game was on point. I've yeah. never listened... Shout out to Sopranos Wardrobe Crew. I've never listened to it, but he has a... The dude that plays Chris has, like, an entire Sopranos podcast that he just, like... They break down, like, each episode. It's, like, him and the dude that played Bobby. They just, like, talk about, like, behind-the-scenes shit from, like, every episode. Good that, for him. Yeah. But Chris, I yeah. definitely wanted to hear the... Top 10 and top 30 character on the show. Janice? Janice is hateable a lot of times. Very selfish character. Yeah, I'm trying to think of if there's any characters that I'm like, you were cool the whole time. Polly. Yeah. I didn't like Tony's son. I don't know. Yeah, he's I, kind he's, of a dick. He's kind of a fucking brat. Like, the second time I rewatched it, I was like, eh. At some yeah. point, like, you know, you feel bad for the kid, but it's like, eh. Suck it, it up. Like, the end, like, his, like, final season is, like, fucking insane. Yeah. Like, is that what? His entire like depression arc, and then like la la la, just bought season seven of DVD. <laughs> la, la. I did. <clears throat> I've had the box. Not ruining the show for people who haven't seen this ten year old show yet. But uh, when he goes to the hospital and tries to fucking kill Junior, and Tony has to like talk him out of it. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah, I didn't like him for the first few seasons. I thought when he was younger, he was just like, I don't know. They made him like too annoying. Like he annoyed me, and I was like, he's not even my kid. You also feel bad for him because he's not like a tough guy like Tony is, and yeah. like multiple times throughout the first couple he's of seasons. He's very soft. Yeah, Tony's Tony's basically says like multiple times, like my son's a fucking pussy. <laughs> like at one point he was like talking about getting like a vasectomy. or uh you're talking about getting a vasectomy, and Carmela's like, do it. And he's like, I'm supposed to get a vasectomy when this is like my ballet. Like, look at him. Like, yeah. He says that to the kid. That's pretty awful. Yeah. All right, I guess I'll let it slide. Maybe he's not my least favorite. No, he's definitely a bitch, though, for sure. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> what are some other TV show characters you hate? Other TV show characters we hate? I don't hate any other ones. I love everybody. Yeah. No, I hate Locked from Lost. I really hate the actor in general that plays Ryan in The Office. I like it because he writes the show and makes himself out to just be, like, the biggest prick. And, like, I, I like oh, that. Oh, wait, he's one of the writers? Yeah. yeah. BJ Novak, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I don't like him. Yeah, like, he's probably one of like, the top three writers on the show and just well, makes himself out to be Good for him. Like, he's great at writing a show. Him and Mindy Kaling, surprisingly. Because even Kelly... Well, so him, and, him and Mindy Kaling like, basically like wrote most of the first few seasons of the show, which yeah. a lot of people don't know, which is like, he should fucking just, dope. He should stay behind the scenes, yeah. is all I'm saying. I feel like you need that unlikable character. The, the more it goes on, the more he's like the worst in like, a funnier way. Like When he comes back, like gets rehired like again, it's like, that half, he's just like, at one point, Jim does something, pisses the whole office off, and he's like, hey, you should take a whole break from the gym, you take me. Try and be James for a little bit. And just, like, <laughs> turns around, and, like, that's, like, the scene. Like, just fucking, he just becomes such an asshole. Like, at one point, he's like, yeah, it's, like, crack. He's like, yeah, I hate when people say that. She's like, oh, yeah. Ham and Ryan, like, just fucking bicker. And I like, I like it. Well, thanks for coming. Haha, <laughs> that joke doesn't get old. There's more Joe and Josh podcasts left. Presented by Tesla. Wait, did we, are we still endorsed by Tesla? We kind of decided that we were, so what do you think? I think we should try and get sponsored by Glen Burnie Wings. Honestly, though, make our name a lot longer. Joe and Josh Podcast Live, presented by Tesla, presented by Glen Burnie Wings. (laughs) At a certain point, Glen Burnie Wings, at least I was the opportunity to become like partial owners or something. Why? Because you spent $12 a month. I think the next... 
I buy it more often than that. But I know you do it. It's just, I, don't, I don't want to think about how much money I've given them since we lived here. The next edition of this podcast should be the Glen Burnie Wings podcast where we try to get sponsored. And in call that, them, call it, them right now. In that, we just get all we get a we get a shit ton of flavors of all their different sauces, and we just they know my number because like I ordered it. Like it's like hot. It's like hot ones with no video. Yeah, no, yeah, no, only sounds. Let yeah. me call Glenbrady Wings off your phone, Emily. And right now, I'll ask if we can get endorsed. But they know my number. They know your number. Yeah, like, you could, like you come up in their system. Yeah, I called them earlier. And they were like Josh Lesky, one hundred five Southfield. They're watching you. Should we ask if we can get endorsed? I mean, it sounds like you're the plug. You should maybe reach out. Through your phone. No, through yours. They already have your information. Hey, I don't I got $22 in food. We're doing I think I can, can you bring pull a lot my to, order history? I think I could bring a lot to this company. You know, I have grand vision for the future. I can make wins. you guys the next Starbucks. Sponsor my podcast. Didn't you say, <laughs> you said your boss said that about your job? That's what I said. My boss's kid said we could be the next Starbucks and we sell keys. <laughs> Wait, really? That was like a statement made. Uh, the Lars and Amini. Yeah. He's like, what do you think qualifies you to be the Starbucks? To be the it's Starbucks what they teach keys. you at Salisbury in business school. So like he definitely just like, you watched could just some be Gary. the next Starbucks. Yeah, he definitely like watched like four Gary Vee videos. Slid by in college. He's, it was like, we're the next Starbucks. He was also in college like right after Wolf of Wall Street came out. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sell me this pen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I imagine he... He like strikes me as the kind of person that's probably like too into Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah, it's like a lifestyle. Man. Yeah, like for him, it's like a brand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's get this paper. Yeah, but meanwhile, he's just like running a locksmith shop in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Just fine. Not... Shout out Glen Burnie Wings. Yeah, no. If you're in Glen Burnie and you want to try a new delicious, yeah, I was about to say the last like three minutes of this are probably very confusing for anybody who doesn't live in our small suburb of Baltimore. <laughs> Please, they definitely heard about Glen Burnie. They definitely know what's up in the streets in the GB. America's hidden gem, highest highest in Deadpool merch sales. Uh, we sold more miles to energy drinks. I do have to know like what our Deadpool merch sales looks like compared to like a lot I'll of. I'll put it this way: whoever's in charge of Deadpool at like Marvel merch wise, they definitely know what Glen Burnie is. Like we're all, <laughs> we're on the map between Marley Station Mall and like. I see a lot of the purple camo pants in Glen Burnie. Go Ravens. Like honestly, more than I see in the go city. To Dun- go to Dundalk. Dundalk I mean, Sparrow's I guess point. I, I try to stay away from that area, but definitely. Yeah, yeah it's not really on my radar. If I get bit, I'll go to Dundalk. Yeah, I assume people in Dundalk bite. It's probably true. I always associate Dundalk. We were talking about it the other day when we were kids, and there was like that fucking serial killer in Baltimore. You remember that? I wasn't not in that conversation with you. I don't know who you were talking about. No, when, when I was in like third grade, probably or fourth grade, maybe there was like this. There was like a legit like serial killer in Baltimore that killed like four or five people and like held this family hostage for like several days in their house and it was like a standoff with like I remember that, yeah and it was it was like national news like it wasn't like yeah i totally remember bro i was there but I was it was one of the cops all that shit happened in dundalk yeah, yeah no of surprise. course it did yeah. yeah they probably got bit while they were there whenever <laughs> i go to dundalk i want to shower after that's like 14 minutes away that dude that makes the fucking uh ikea employee videos that dude is from dundalk the drummer of every time i die lives in dundalk maybe dundalk's not that bad I don't no know. fuck that go to dundalk get bit woo woo <laughs> Jimmy's Seafood is in Dundalk. That's yeah. like the only time I've been to Dundalk recently. And even yeah, then, I didn't Jimmy's really want to go to Jimmy's Seafood. No, fuck it was them. a last minute thing. Jimmy's Seafood, if you're listening. Fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck John Mayer. You guys are tryhards. It should be for Jimmy's Seafood. You haven't heard about all that? 
Oh, uh, they, like their billboards and shit. Yeah, they made like the anti-PETA billboards. They do it all the time. I mean, it's PETA just, sucks it's just too. Fucking ignorant. Let's PETA get this straight. PETA also sucks. Yeah, so PETA coming into fucking KFCs and just dumping buckets of fake blood on the floor in front of people and shit. You know, even that, I think it more it attacks like local vegans than it does like PETA. Like it's you know. Like, I think it's one of those, like, it doesn't really affect you, sis. I can appreciate that, like, being vegetarian is, like, a healthy lifestyle, but, like, no offense to the vegans, but, like, motherfuckers have been eating meat since we were cavemen. Like, it's yeah, not, but you're not. It's just mm-hmm. not about to change. Like, I don't like where he's going with this. Yeah. I think Joe's trying to pick a fight with vegans. No, I mean, it's a very healthy life. I wish I could be a vegan because they're fucking going to live way longer than I will. But, yeah, because your body's not technically uh, meant to digest meat. Like, that's the thing that you, you, like, adapted and we didn't adapt yeah. it well. And that's why a bunch of, Different like diseases and like like ailment or ailments can come from eating large portions of meat, like red meat and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely bad for your heart. Turn that around really quick. Yeah. Everyone go vegan. It's like just if you don't go do vegan, you you'll die. I mean, yeah. Vote or die. You're gonna die even if you go vegan. Did they kill anybody from that? What? Vote or die. A lot of people don't. Vote. Do you think someone just like walked around yielding an axe? Let's Probably P. Diddy. You didn't die. Time to kill oh, you. Oh, did you vote? Where's your ballot? Or you didn't vote yet. Time I mean, to well, die. Not, they had that in like South Park, didn't they? Well, I mean, I, know, <laughs> I wouldn't not, put it past South Park. Vote or die was definitely like a central point of like an episode of South Park. And I think he might have actually like killed a couple of people in the episode. I wouldn't say yeah, that. That, make, that would make sense. It's pretty on par. Yeah, sounds about right. So, yeah, checks out. Oh, oh snap. We're still watching the Royal Rumble in case anyone wanted to see it. Yeah, it's not that surprising. We all know it's an hour. They just eliminate The Rock. That's pretty crazy. You know what's crazy is The Rock's bank account. Yeah. Yeah, he is so rich. The Rock. We're talking about fucking cool, famous people. There's no way The Rock's not cool. Oh, yeah. He's probably super nice. My favorite thing right now is just this presidential campaign that NBC is running called Young Rock. Like, it's fucking just propaganda, and I love it. Like, the show, like, is about him being president. It's like his campaign runner. He's like, well, back in this day, like, tells a story. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to be out of the realm of possibility that The Rock will be president. Like, no, it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. The Rock's yeah. president. Do you think um, when they announced his presidency, they, he would come out to, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? I think that would be a good... If he doesn't... Oh no! Like he's got to utilize that at some point. At some point, while he's president, he would, have, he would have to acknowledge that he's the rock. Like, you're, I don't know. you're not going to not acknowledge you that you're, you're the rock. You're Dwayne, you're Dwayne Johnson, but like even you're Dwayne at, the at Rock some, Johnson. At some point, in the state of the union, you got to still like keep what, it. Dwayne up. Johnson yeah, from rock. Miami. Wait, 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 wait! You're Dwayne telling me the Rock Johnson. is Dwayne Johnson from Race to Witch Mountain? Yes, the Rock is Dwayne Johnson. Fuck. Was the uh. The Tooth Fairy, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock from The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Never actually saw that movie, but I don't know. What? How? I don't, I don't know. No, I haven't seen it either. I don't know how what, much cocaine. Wait, what, what movie are you talking about? The Tooth Fairy. Have you guys ever seen the movie Teeth? They are not on the same page. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I've heard of the movie. I've heard of that. That X-rated content. What were you going to say? How much cocaine were they doing in the room where they decided to make a movie where the rock is the tooth fairy? Oh, a lot. Copious amounts. The rock probably got like 10 million for that shit. We need to find out. We got Google. Let's see. It is like a theme on here. We do have computers in our hands. I don't know how much time on our podcast has been spent with us being like, let's Google this dumbass thing. 
like last last episode we fucking googled do deers like the smell of weed then <laughs> mike knew already no he didn't think they did and i looked it up and they did yeah. do like the smell of weed and then i invited any deer that smokes too loud or the reggie on the podcast why so, why the reggie any deer that smokes the reggie more than welcome Challenge. why not the loud he smoked loud my cousin has loud he goes to another school but he has kb too he's kissed over two girls Sounds like I haven't talked to my cousin in like ten years. If you listen, reach out. If you don't have a podcast, don't reach out. Broke piece of shit. We're gonna keep that. Is this your podcast? At this point, don't make me say it. Say it. This is Ambition Radio, presented by no, Joe. It's Joe and Josh Live podcast, presented by Tesla, presented by Ambition Radio, presented by Glenn Burnie Wings. Even though Chris was like, Can I have a "Podcast back," and we were like, <laughs> "What? We're only ten days late filming and recording." Stone Cold and Kane. I mean, that's my fault. Sorry, busy lady. That's the point of this, though. Working in the music industry. It's crazy. And being a woman at that. Yeah, it's really time consuming. It's really cool. Is it? Do you find it harder being a lady? I don't think it's like, I feel like it was harder. I wouldn't even say harder. I just think when I like first started working in the music industry, it was definitely like maybe more of a challenge. Because, like, I don't know, it's like 2015. It's not like that, not that long ago, but like around here, like, I definitely, even in like the area, I was like really lucky. And like, I had like other badass women already in the industry showing me the ropes, which was cool to like have that sort of influence yeah. that like some girls don't get the chance to when they're yeah. trying to start out in music. You already had the bad bitch energy on its own and just to have, yeah, you like know, just to have like, and- like support and like, see like other girls like other women doing things and like being in like higher like roles in the venue was like cool like I can do that too yeah and that's pretty sick um I feel like when I first started there was like definitely like way more men in the roles even in like the Baltimore area and like even like the one-off gigs that I would do but now like you know, I can go to work and like half the crew, like stagehands are, are like women. Like it's yeah. super like diverse and like, I don't know. You just, there's like everybody and it's really cool to like see the community like grow and be like really accepting. And I mean, now I work the venue that I work, like the film where the majority of our management team is female. Yeah. And like, that's, I don't know. I think that's super badass. And this is, it's nice to see that, like, just the direction that everything's headed. Yeah. Like, it won't Everything be like, weird to girls in a few years to even. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there are girls that, like, I first started working with when, like, two or three years ago when they were in, like, college. And, like, they were, like, interns or something. And, like, now they're, like, uh, the one girl, she's, like, going and working for an agency. And, like, it's just, like, cool to, like, yeah, see girls, like. Yeah. Getting out of like getting out of school and being like, I want to do this and doing it and like there being space for women in industry. Yeah. And definitely wasn't always like that. Yeah. It's cool. Oh yeah. It's real cool. Would you hire Joe? Um, Joe, what makes you qualified to work in the box office of the Fillmore? I like rock music. Joe, you have box office experience at Hoyts. 
do have box office experience running a small that, movie theater. That would be the first my thing mom, you yeah. say in a box office interview. My like, also, you I have like box rock. office experience. <laughs> I got to make it established though. I like rock music. Yeah, my course. mom would. And I like rap which, music. He'd Not be country working, music, but other music. You know? He'd be working at his box. Like, he would be ripping tickets at the movie theater. My mom and I would go. She'd be like so proud. I'd be like, pussy. He'd look at my ticket. I'm like, yeah, little, I'm going to see Sweeney Todd. Fuck you. <laughs> Sweeney Todd's a good movie. The name of my movie. Fleet Street. Or Tennessee. That's an inside one, and Joe looked right at me. What do you guys want to talk about? This is your podcast. Yeah, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't come with an agenda? Five minutes ago, Joe's like, this is Chris's podcast. And now they're like, oh, this is Josh Presents the official radio. <laughs> Josh live with support from Joe and Emily. You can leave it on. I don't care. Produced by Chris. Yeah, true. I, I, last week, I called the podcast shitty. I was like, yeah, but it's basically the shitty podcast. You know, the podcast is really good. It's really gotten better over the past few weeks now that you added these asshole brothers to the mix. I loved all the new hype beast talk. Sorry, wrestling. Did they really have a match after the Rumble? Whatever. That camo outfit. So what do you guys get into this weekend? I'm working more Ali Wong shows because all I the do is The grind doesn't stop. The grind doesn't? No, the grind doesn't stop. That's like a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, she works. And you get a salary time. and then they're like, hey. You get an email at 10 o'clock. If it's important, you fucking answer that email. In seven and a half years, we've got to spend like individual holidays together. Like I don't really see her on New Year's for like Halloween. But yeah, those are like big show days. You can't, that's like the thing, you know, if you want to, you want to move up, you have to sacrifice the things you love. Um, holidays? Yeah. Families. A lot of time. Dude, like, no, no. Boyfriends? Come on now. No, but like. I got all this time for John Mayer to fucking grab you, but. I can't even count the like, days i've spent like 14 hours on site just like grinding it's all worth it because now i have an office with windows moving it up you know an office with windows yeah i haven't seen i mean they're yet. not windows Is that there a open their windows that open enough for to sell tickets through them but you know it's something it's better than not having an office do you have a picture of me hanging up <sighs> yeah no you don't you fucking job turkey you have a picture of Joe hanging up? No, I have a picture of... Why do you sound so disappointed when you didn't have the Joe picture? Is it because he works for you now? Say he's hired. Joe? Say hired. it formally. Where? Where is he hired? Emily's hitting a jewel. I don't know who I'm telling. No. <laughs> I'm just telling I was somebody. like very consciously trying to be quiet because Joe told me about how he watches this podcast and the guy was like telling the other guy on the podcast, like, you don't even understand how many hours I've spent editing you hitting your jewel out of it, so... Chris, um, hopefully you can't hear me hitting my jewel. I'm really sorry if you can. Can you, Chris? Can you hear the jewel? We're not going to know until afterwards. <laughs> no, he's going to message me and be like, yeah, I heard it. No, we'll wait until after. No, because he was super nice. Is he this your like, last week with the podcast? No, Joe and I have like 45 more to do. And so this is your last week, yeah? No, we have one more. One more. He's probably going to be so excited to have his podcast back. No, he's actually talking to us. He might help us with our own. Oh, you guys are going to do he a podcast? He said, both of your voices are so buttery and smooth that I can't get enough of listening to it. I love all this new culture I've learned Something about. Something tells me this is shoes. an exaggeration of the truth. Well, that... What if that's like the exact message you sent? No, <laughs> Show me the receipts. He said, since last week, I can't stop reading Garfield and listening to Little Baby. Who would want to fight Garfield or Little Baby? I don't know. I've heard my voice. I think Garfield would for sure. My, I've heard my, my voice called a lot of things and butter is not one of them. I know my voice. You have is, a cartoonish voice. I say I know my voice is very deep. I know my voice is loud by nature. Uh, fucking, I know I sound like a 
middle school bully from a cartoon. I sound like that guy that you hear talking. You're like, I hate him. And then you look, you go, oh, I really hate him. If I wasn't me, I'd hate me. But do luckily, you think it's your mustache? What do you think does that? My demeanor. I think I'm a piece of shit. Just ignorant in a cool way. I think very highly of myself. You haven't noticed after nine hours listening. But if I saw me, I'd be like, who does this guy think he is in a Predator (laughs) t-shirt? So would you say you'd go out of your way to come off like that? No, I would actually also go as far as the same tweets of letting people know you're alternative, bro. I just said I had a Predator t-shirt on. Yeah, it's alternative, dude. Oh, fuck. Now what? No, it's because as much as I would want to beat me up, I'd also be like, that dude, I would bang that dude. Whatever. See, this is what happens when you record a podcast. I mean, maybe I'll listen to Chris. Oh, it's officially, we're officially an after hours podcast oh, so we got past. It's 12, 18, anything goes. Shit. Oh, God. Yeah, the, damn. Pardon my French, but oh, I'm pretty yeah. pissed off. <laughs> Ass. Dude, it's a family-friendly podcast. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> Shit, this is good. I, I can't wait to listen back to this part. Chris, if you cut this, I swear to God, you owe Joe and I 10 grand. <laughs> so that's a pretty that's a pretty hefty sum for he paid 30 grand to get Joe on a year he Joe said, what does your rider look he like he said Josh you want 5,000 I said no I don't want that giraffe a 30 grand guarantee what kind of rider are you packing for that one not much just 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 the money just the money wow <laughs> he had to borrow from his that's grandma like my, that's my favorite part about work is like when I get to do like production stuff and I get to be the runner and I just get to see like the ridiculous things people ask for what's the craziest Top three craziest things you've seen people ask for at venues. Um, you don't have to make, put them in any order. I'm also just, I'm not going to name any names, but yeah. like I've seen um, one artist specifically ask for like, like, I don't know, like, you know how you're like, it's just it's like a, like the I don't want to say like the cool drugs, but like if someone's like, I want weed, like you're not really going to facilitate I, that. You can't, you can't get an artist. I, I was you can't do that. How people, but like, how I've people seen, ask for drugs. Yeah. But like, I've seen like, I've seen like some like gnarly shit, like drug wise on riders. And it's like, is it just like cocaine on the rider? Like weed, cocaine. Like I've seen like people ask for like Percocets. Just like, what the fuck? Like, What's why would you put sh- that on your rider? Um, I've seen people ask for strippers, puppies. Like, um, like to keep the dog. No, just like have like a dog uh, around, like how we I'll take about, things. Like, you're just collecting a dog in every city. No, like they're, they're like, like, I just want to see a puppy at the venue. Donations. Yeah, just like weird shit. Yeah, the, the stripper one was funny. That was just like Did a. You get one? No, we didn't get them a stripper, but it's just. I wanted like, but then it's like sometimes I was like talking to like uh, the production manager about it. Like sometimes it's almost like, it's like, do you, do you, do you look at it as a challenge? Like, can I get this obscure thing on their rider for them? Like, most of the it's like time, a scavenger hunt of weird yeah, shit no, like, five like hours. most of yeah. the time, if there's like some weird shit like that or like some like random like kind of like un- unattainable thing, they'll put it on there knowing that they're not going to get it. But yeah. it's just like just hope. You're, yeah, you're just like <laughs> which which show is going to be the one that actually finds us this like one oddly specific thing, and we can be like, fuck yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Chris has a few questions for you. Also, let me bring it up. It is his podcast. Why you guys keep it's their podcast or his podcast? It's the Joe and Josh podcast <laughs> presented by Tesla, presented by Mission Radio, presented the podcast by Glenn just Wings. an idea. Somebody it's wins. really all of our podcasts. Yeah. You know? Shit, since we started, Joe got hired at the Fillmore. Like, this is a huge come up for us. The listeners is your podcast, guys. We don't need the money, but from the Fillmore. Is someone getting paid from this? Probably. Chris, probably. 
They're probably making a little something, something, Chris. Or a soup. Because we said a lot of shit about little baby fight Garfield. <laughs> Wait, so who do you think would win in the fight? Little baby or Garfield? Master T. <laughs> that wasn't an option. Covers Mike. No, I would, I'm married little baby and I'll kill Garfield. You would kill Garfield? We're going to edit this out now. No, I would marry Garfield. I'll kill little baby. There was a segment of last podcast. Don't say it like, so loud. <laughs> oh, no. Now the listeners know we play it's, fuck, Mary kill. It's still hard, dude. But, like, there's a segment that we had to edit out last time. And Josh was like, you know, it'd be funny if I said the same thing again. <laughs> Made him cut it out again. Because, luckily, our guest on this podcast may not have an issue with it as much. <laughs> well, he still can't put it in there. Says who? It's true. I don't have a problem with it. You don't have a problem with it. Tesla doesn't have a problem with it. <laughs> Call Glen Burning Wings and make sure they don't have a problem with it. Hey, <laughs> I have my phone out. The flashlight on. The, oh fuck! This is so embarrassing. So chaotic. Wow! After everything that's happened, that's the one that broke me. I have my flashlight out like an asshole. I okay. feel like a common fool. You what want the questions? Your, what were your questions? From Chris. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. He was like, "This is super funny," and I was like, "I agree." Like that could have gone. I could have gotten us out of here. I took it to Hollywood. You should start posting these, you know? You should film one and do it, put it on YouTube. Maybe you'll get your big ticket. We're on Spotify. We don't need to be. Fuck YouTube. Yeah, I guess. I like how the cat has just been watching this entire process. She seems almost concerned. I mean, it's Joe and Josh podcast live while we talked about how much he has to edit. And it's not live. We talked about what time we're doing this. Yeah, it's funny, like a week or two ago. Josh was like, what do you think we should call the podcast? Joe and Josh podcast love. I was like, Josh, it's not love. Do you know what a love podcast I know, is? That's the funny part. No, me too. Don't, don't understand. No, you have a fucking podcast. You don't know if it's on time or not. Because we, you could not, we'd have to tighten up if you, before you put us live. Like if you really, <laughs> like you were just talking about like Mary and Garfield, Joe and the fucking bastard D. That was you, not me. No way. <laughs> that was not me. You could tell by our The clearly. voice is too distinctive. It was definitely Fuck you. Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck or kill Garfield. Who's the BT. other? PT. <laughs> <laughs> like PT's a code word. <laughs> Every time you say that, Chris going to have to edit more of the podcast. Uh, no, he's just going to cut this whole chunk out. What I'm going to do is I'm going to like throw it in there. Like, how shall I? What have you learned most about? I was going to do. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm serious and not talking about fucking a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to bag a pastor, Garfield, <laughs> that cat, like cat loves lasagna. <laughs> what have you learned most about yourself working in the music industry or being part of the <laughs> right, <that's- laughs> It seems too constructed. You have to let it float out. And my head, he's banging in the pastor outfit. <laughs> Like Garfield's watching. <laughs> Eating lasagna while he's watching. Just like. The thing is. Housing it. They can't stop us from keeping this. <laughs> we have Tesla on our side. <laughs> and Glenn Barney wings. So, all right. I'm a man that doesn't laugh. What have you learned most about yourself working in the music industry or being part of the community? I think the, it's a hard question. I think that I've learned that like, I'm like, Definitely more driven than I like ever thought I was. I've never re- was really passionate about like anything like 
job wise until yeah. I started working there. Like I was never like, oh, I can't wait to go to Kohl's and sell clothes. Like or like old Navy and fold clothes. Yeah. It was always and about going like, to shows. And yeah. It was just stuff. like, I wanted to like go to work to make money to go to shows and have fun and like be around music. And then when I started working in music, it was like, oh no, like I want to like continue to like work this. here. I want to do this. Like I want to like, be here. Yeah. yeah. Like hell yeah. Like I like, what can I do? Like, what can I do to help? Like, get in where you fit in. Like, yeah, I just really realized how like driven and like more passionate of a Did person than I thought I was. kind of need that confidence, especially getting as far as you've gone. You need your voice. Man. Yeah. Or yeah, you need something like at least like lighting a fire under your ass. Like it's really easy to get like burnt out yeah. in like a role in the Long industry. Days, work at nights. It totally shifts your schedule. The same as like restaurant work. It's like you yeah. are on a different and schedule then, than like, the rest of yeah, and then there's also, like, you're, like, on a different schedule, but then you're also on this, like, schedule where it's, like, super easy to get sucked into, like, a lifestyle of, like, partying and shit, too, after work. And, like, it just, like, I don't know. Like, it's really easy to get burnt out when you're doing that. But, like, I don't know. It, it's given me a lot of, like, passion and energy and, like, the drive to, like, want to focus and just, like, be good and do good because it, like, when you, like, pull off a show without a hitch... When everyone leaves or like, you know, when the artist is on stage and like your show is like your venue is sold out and like everyone's in the room and like the headliners on and it's like going fucking crazy. That's like the coolest thing to be able to like look back at and be like, fuck, yeah, we did this. We put this together. You know, like I've I've like met tons of people who it's like it's their first show. Like they're like, this is my first show. Like, yeah, I've never been to a concert before. And then like it's always crazy for me to hear that. Yeah, it's, like, weird. Like, I've been, like, to so many... I've seen so many concerts. I've been to so many concerts. And to think that, like, some people, like... I've met, like, grown people that, like, they come to the venue and they're, like, 30 and they're, like, I've never been to a show. And it's, like, holy shit, what? I've been to, like, thousands of shows. It's, like, one of one of my friends that I work with told me that he's, like, never been to, like, a rock concert. Like, he's it's, been to... Like, he goes to EDM concerts, like, regularly and he's like, there's never in his life seen, like, a rock concert. So insane. I feel like that's, like, another thing, too. Like, I've... I feel like you have to, like... You have to like music to work in the music industry. Otherwise, you're gonna fucking hate it. Um... Just imagining someone that hates music doing your job sitting at the box office. Like, every time the band starts playing, oh, can't stand this I just music. want to do paperwork. Yeah, no, yeah. Horrible. Shut up, Bon Jovi. It was like you were saying earlier about, like, you know, you're not driven to like Coles or like place like that or like Old Navy or some shit. And I'm just like in my head thinking about a dude that was like 17 years old. Like I will manage that Old Navy one day. Yeah. There's, because I worked at Old Navy too. There's definitely a type. I think it's Chris's second question was what keeps you motivated to keep pursuing it, but he kind of answered that. So we're going to get down to Old Navy. There's like definitely a certain type of like asshole that manages on Old Navy. I feel like anybody that manages an old navy was probably someone that would just like work there for like too long and eventually like they're like, hey, you want to like make oh, like, a little more money? Suck the vanilla. They can suck your soul out and you're just vanilla. Yeah. Was her name Jenny or Jenna? I, f- I feel like the there was a lot of people like that in the show. Like people that worked at Old Navy. It was performing. Was it the old navy band? Ali Wong. Oh. Yeah. True. Because white people can afford shit like that. And white yeah. people like old navy. Yeah, there's just a lot of like basic vanilla. This just got controversial. No, there's you heard just... it here. White people like Old Navy. They do like Old Navy. They do like Old Navy. I noticed tonight <laughs> that like, so like working at the Warner, like all of the ushers are like older folks, you know? 
it was just like a very different dynamic than working at like a a club. It's like where you go when you're like when you get older and you're retired, you go to theater. (laughs) No, it's just weird to sit down and concert. I can't can't work no live concert anymore. I need the I need one of them sitting concerts. Well, I we're so I was going like I was running back and forth the door, and one one of the older ladies was like, she's like, ma'am, I need your ticket. And the other girl was like, she don't look like someone coming to this show. She works here. And I was like, thank you. And like waved at her. And then I was like telling the girl in the box office about it. And she was like, you have to think like the last box office person that worked there was also like an older woman, like in the theater. Like it just seems to be like. So you're telling me if I get, if I. in the theater. I don't if know, I dress weird. up as you, I can go to the Alley Wong concert and just go wherever. Are you going to dye your hair? More for the Alley Wong? Yeah, I don't think you look like me, though. I don't think you can pull it off. Yeah, you don't look like her at all. I mean, at this point, they they know me. I've worked there for like two nights now. Cut. So what the fuck was that bad about back there, guys? I don't think I look like <laughs> Emily, bro. <laughs> I don't care, whatever. You don't look like me, then. Joe doesn't look like any of us. It's like Joe and I look alike. I don't think you... You and Joe look similar. Yeah. We go to gas station a little bit. You, y'all, you guys twins? That's kind of how... Yeah, I don't know. Like, everybody thinks think we're twins. I think you guys look like twins. It's weird. I feel like twins will look very noticeably similar and we're uh blameable. I also look at you a lot, so I know. Yeah. Which one of us? Ew, What's your favorite thing about me? Um What's your favorite thing about Joe? Hiram, please. Please let Joe work at the Fillmore one day. Could you make that happen? Could Joe do like a fun like take your Joe to work day? I, that's not, like, that's not <laughs> like take your Joe to work day. That's not quite how it works. Um you figure it out. If you are seriously interested in employment, I can direct you to an application. Oh, he is. He is so serious. Joe, tell her. So so serious. I don't know. This is the time that Joe got bullied. Now Joe's like, wait, I think I might want to work at the Fillmore. I feel like I got my foot in the door. Yeah, no, I mean, if you can pass an interview, we'll talk. Is he he meeting with you? Why wait? Of course he's going to interview with me. Let's do this shit right now. I am the box office manager. Why do you want Joe at the Fillmore? (laughs) That's not how the interview works. We can't do an on-air interview. Why? Josh, this is a private company. (laughs) Yeah, the Joe and Josh podcast live went private. So, (laughs) yeah, I hope you keep that sound. Please keep that sound. You should keep the sound because the money keeps rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Money machine go. (laughs) I didn't think there was money in podcasts. Then Joe and I started doing one, and now we can't count it all. I don't fucking know how it happened. I know some not like Joe Rogan makes like a lot of money. But Joe, he gets on my goddamn nerves. Yeah, he gets on my nerves too. Now, as a Joe doing a podcast, is he kind of like a role model as another Joe doing a podcast? Because really. I look up to Josh Padre in his podcast. It's made up person. He's only a role model in that his name is Joe, and he also does a podcast, which I, I can respect. Joe Rogan, you are yeah. nothing like us. Yeah, Joe Rogan can honestly never. Hey, Joe, you do DMT. What, Joe Rogan? We could be Joe Rogan. No, he could never be us. Yeah, Joe Rogan couldn't fucking hang with us. Exactly. I don't know. Have you ever seen Joe Rogan like at some like ringside at some of those? You're defending our podcast. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. It's pretty great. His like, podcast the sucks. They don't play fuck Mary Kill. There's no Garfield. There's no little baby. Like Joe Rogan is definitely at some of those UFC events on like enough drugs to kill a horse. Like I think he could probably party. You know, Joe, you killed a horse earlier. Thanks for coming to our podcast. <laughs> no horses died. We didn't kill any horses. We're too busy. Count money. Stacks. Well, Stacks, stacks. All right, we, I'm trying to think of a good closing thing. Crickets. Just fade the long silence, Chris, just right here. No. All right, last question for both of you. Joe, what would be your least favorite way to get murdered? My least favorite way to get murdered? Murdered, talking like someone's doing it. Murderer style. And you're going to die. 
I have a least favorite spot. What? I just like really have this like weird fear. Like I, I like, I don't want to get murdered at work. Like, That's and, fucking like, drive right there. That's why like, she's as far as she is. Like in a, like in a I'll dark... die anywhere except on the fucking <laughs> clock because I'm working, bro. I'm not going to die during the grind. No, like... I thought she was talking about a spot on her body. But she was like, yeah, I don't want to die during the hustle. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, in like a dark venue. She would die like, for the film where you heard that. Yeah. All right, rep, please. I hope you heard that. Um, no. No, but like, think about like when you turn like the lights off and you're alone in, in like a big venue. There's no one else in there. And um, then you have to leave still. It's like. Yeah, we lock up our big venue all the time. <laughs> I hate being in there alone. That's why we hold hands while we do. It's a really scary thing. And I have to like cross the entire thing. And every day I think about like, in my head, I'm like, is this the day that I die here? I hope not. And then just, yeah, like the hashtag the slasher runs out of the shadows. Like I've been waiting all eight hours of your shift. I mean, there's, there's so many curtains. How and, many like, times have you pretended to play on the stage? Like you were performing a concert. Oh, damn. Cool. Like every chance I get. Emily upstage just like calling these motherfuckers. I up. just like I like I like walking on stage and like throwing across. To be honest with you, if you hire Joe, he'll watch you cheer. So what would be your least favorite way to get murdered? Since you're asking us, I didn't even answer, but I want to know yours. Probably like opening up to somebody and dying from heartbreak. No, I'm kidding. I love my girlfriend so much. Who plays fake concerts? Me, um, probably stabbed. Yeah, that's just like I'd rather get shot stabbed. Well, definitely don't it. mess with my pretty face. Well, I was gonna say anything fucking with your head though, really? Like if someone like hit you in the head or like something. Like someone like pretending they're your friend. Yeah. Like a snake in the grass. All my dogs turn to snakes. Fuck. You know? But uh Yeah, I wouldn't want to be like blunt force trauma. The thing with that though is like you wouldn't even feel it because you would just die like immediately. Okay, then I guess I would want to. You would be feel it for like half trauma. a second and then you would be dead. Like, I think, like, uh... Drowning is bad. All of them. You're talking about getting murdered, though, specifically. Oh, I'll stick with stabbing still. I'm not, imagine, like, getting, like, caught up with a chin, so... Ugh. Like, <laughs> I actually don't Anything think Anything that... that involves, like, torturing me in the process of murdering me, please don't. You would definitely feel a chainsaw cutting you up for, like, a good few oh, seconds yeah. before you're dead. But oh, the yeah. first one, yeah, you're just going into shock at that point. I've seen are over humans, two are humans Texas like chickens, like, do your limbs keep moving after they Snakes dismember? Do. Our cousin I said humans. I don't know. Sometimes you find out humans are snakes after all. <laughs> snakes in the grass. Stay close. Keep the real ones close. <laughs> Look how you're like, how are we going to close the podcast? What's your least favorite way to get murdered? <laughs> but this actually turned out to be a pretty good little, little tidbit there. Except when you find out that you're fucking dogs are snakes. <laughs> all right. So you can't trust anyone. You can't trust anyone. And that's that. Little baby. What was the wrestler that said, don't trust anyone? Is that like uh the stone cold tell like john cena cut <laughs> no this is about gonna wrap it up here we have totally lost control of the podcast we <laughs> <laughs> well we should have done this a week if you ago. really listen to this whole thing you seriously should like fucking reevaluate what you're doing no i'm kidding thanks for coming to the joe and josh podcast great use of time <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> i don't know whatever chris cut <laughs> this, this was great thanks for having me i had so much fun well, thank you. You're welcome. It's been tough to film this and we all live together. Rockstar <laughs> mates. <laughs> fake, fake until you make it. John Mayer, you fucking try hard. Thanks for coming.